0: This is the Candidly NITR podcast brought to you by Monday morning and you are listening to Teta-Tay with Animesh Pradhan. Animesh Pradhan, a final year student of the Department of Computer Science and Engineering, is a description of a brilliant scholar, an unequivocal debater and a passionate journalist. From being the chief coordinator at Monday morning to serving as a placement coordinator at the training and placement cell, he has showcased the ability to carry out multiple responsibilities with utmost diligence. We are glad to have you with us over here today, Animesh.
1: Thank you so much.
0: Shed some light on your life before joining NID Rao Kila.
1: So, while growing up, I was very academically inclined. I grew up in a, a small town of Odisha called Talcher. It's a coal mines built area and I live in uh, MCL quarters throughout my life. So it's, it's a very small colony. So everyone knows everyone else. And in school, I was in Davy Public School, MCL Kalinga area. Uh, basically, I loved studying because I, there was no pressure or something for me to study for longer hours or something. But I felt that... Studying was an escape from a lot of problems that I have or I might have. Like, I felt it to be very comforting. That's why I loved reading my academic books and doing whatever was happening in my school. But apart from that, I was very, very, very active in my school in all the extracurricular activities, like starting from quizzes, debates, or drama, elocutions, or poster making, or even for some part of my childhood days, went into dancing as well. So, uh, I was a very active kid uh, as a child, I would say.
0: How did NIT Rahurkela happen to you? Were you always inclined to pursue computer science engineering or had an array of options?
1: In 12, I was not inclined to either engineering or medical. I was like uh, flexible for both. Like Obviously, I, I knew about NIT Rahurkela, but I did not have any knowledge that, okay, this branch is better than that or this branch has more prospects. So eventually, uh, with my needs scores and JEE scores, I understood that. In terms of college, I would be getting a better engineering college. Then, uh, since NIT Roarkila was uh, in my home state, that's why it was very natural uh, preference to give NIT Roarkila as a first option. Secondly, I did not have any uh, preferences as to computer science or any other branch. Initially, I thought I would join Metallurgy, because I thought that the subject interested me. Next, since I'm from uh, a coal-built area, a lot of people here recommended me to join mining engineering as well. But then talking to a few seniors who were back then studying uh, at NIT Rorkela from my school, I found that computer science engineering has best prospects in terms of placements and higher studies even. Henceforth, I decided to join computer science and engineering How was your experience as a journalist in Monday morning? And how well
0: did you coordinate with the chief coordinators?
1: So I was interested and inclined to uh, join Monday morning since my day one at NIT Rorkela. So the orientations happened and the inductions happened. And uh, initially I was very excited, but once the induction process started, I was very overwhelmed. We had a lot of tasks and to complete that in a span of one week was a tremendous task back then. Being an MM, people admit or not, you still are contributing to the institution, to the student community, as well as the administration alike. So that was the reason which, which further strengthened my passion to join Monday morning. So after the, adjourning the Monday morning, I uh, we got our summer tasks, and, uh, which went pretty well. Uh, we had very helpful and supportive uh, like batch of coordinate like coordinators, not just chief coordinators, but other coordinators as well. Uh, after that, uh, when the real reporting started, I think that was the most interesting part. I from like from my beginning days, I always liked to have interview articles or the articles which needed a lot of groundwork. As a journalist, I had a very wholesome experience. Aid. Uh, I felt that I went out of my social bubble. I interacted to a lot of people, professors, administration, and other people of NIT Calcutta, and I got to understand their viewpoints. I got to understand my institute in a much better way, to see how the institute has been doing as compared to other institutions, and that drill to uh, like do the same thing every week but in a different way with a different issue with a different article was very enriching i would like to wait for the allotments every single week monday morning observed positive changes during your tenure as the chief coordinator like introducing the instagram series how do you cherish being the chief coordinator of monday morning i actually cannot explain my tenure as chief coordinator because it was full of a lot of mixed feelings a, uh, because a lot of things that I had thought before as a CCI would do, those did not materialize. Not because we were inactive or my our reporters or team members were not worthy enough. But I felt that during that time, uh, A, administration became a lot active and skeptical about working of Monday morning. But before that, I feel one of my biggest achievements as a chief coordinator would be soapbox. Okay. Uh, so soapbox was one of the things I felt was very uh, accomplishing next coming in terms of regular articles uh, we always like made the allotments in such a way that it would cover all the dimensions of a like campus life to for people to expect that with one article things would change dramatically or drastically is very highly impractical so I think the entire role of chief coordinator was. Uh, pretty enriching we, like and, like we engaged a lot of people in our social media handles with our projects and we became more active on that front because the this entire idea of media the news covering was changing like people were not uh, interested to read long articles but they wanted to know and this curiosity could be fed to them through other mediums not just articles Brief upon the role you executed as the placement coordinator at the training and placement cell. So uh, I thought that if I do not have anything in my plate in my fourth year, I would have a lot of free time to do, and I do not know how to like organize it uh, productively. So I thought the best option that I have is to become a placement coordinator. We had become uh, placement coordinators in the time of a global pandemic. So initially we were very frightened because if the companies would turn up or not and the signs uh, showed the same thing because a lot of our early uh, coming recruiters were not ready, a lot of our regular recruiters were denying, uh, like I think we did a lot of research work, we contacted a lot of companies but like surprisingly and fortunately, those things did not persist for a long period of time. And I think during last week of August, uh, the company started coming. We had a lot of new recruiters as well, and but we lost many regular ones as well. But if you see at least to see the computer science brand statistics, our average CTC has increased as compared to last year. And it's not just because of the number of offers of high paying companies like Microsoft, but also we have a lot of uh, qualitative recruiters that have come this year. So, I am really proud of myself as a placement coordinator uh, and the placement committee in general. And I'm very fortunate enough that I was somehow, uh, like had a small contribution in uh, realizing people's dreams. How was the internship experience at Microsoft? What were the skills and expertise you got to explore while interning there? So, I had an amazing team in which I was the only intern. So, and uh, other, every other uh, person in my team was a SDE2. So who had at least about seven to 10 years of experience as a software engineer. Then while I joined Microsoft, I had uh, like no idea about a lot of simpler things, like thing, but my manager, my mentor did not expect me to learn this as well. Like they were pretty, uh, b- like before they asked me that, okay, uh, if you know this, they would teach me and they would say, okay, we are pretty sure you might not know this because we do not expect a third year student to understand this, which might not be the case with everyone, but it was the case with me at least. So my experience as a like technical person in Microsoft was pretty good, where I learned a good, a good amount of things in a short span of time. My work uh, majorly uh, involved in uh, data analysis of uh, the product that we had. It was called Integrated Apps. It's a a part of Microsoft 365 uh, package and uh, my uh, team worked on that. So I worked not only with my team but also my product managers and uh, a lot of other cross-team interaction also happened because of my project. Even though it was very virtual, uh, completely virtual, but it was very enriching. How do you feel about getting placed at Veritas Technologies? Please describe the overall experience over various rounds of selection. Right. So, uh, like, when Veritas was, like, I think, like, very first companies that we had, and uh, even though, like... I directly being involved in calling the companies I had the idea what other companies could come but everything was very unsure like we've had companies which were converted very easily but then later on they used to uh, refuse to come or we had companies who uh, refused initially but I agreed later on so there was a lot of uncertainty that I myself at the front could experience. And at that point of time, I felt that even though I know there could be some higher paying companies who might turn up in future, but there was always this factor of might. So I felt that considering the career development, prospects, job profiles, as well as uh, the package uh, offered and the reputation of the company, I felt that uh, Veritas was a good option. And that's why I I think I put my heart and soul in that company's process and uh, that is I think uh, after I got the offer from Veritas I think the uh, feeling was uh, that could describe was relief I was relieved a lot I think uh, uh, that entire one month I was has been very tough I think and after one month when you get that offer was pretty satisfactory I think so it was like a like um, uh, amidst so every dark and every uncertainty there is at least hope and I think Veritas offer was synonymous to that. Can you tell us about the preparation strategy that helped you to back this placement, like an overall experience of the various rounds? Okay, so uh, in Veritas we had an online test uh, which had a combination of multiple choice questions as well as uh, the two uh, coding questions. Uh, I feel that uh, the MCQs were a bit tricky, but the coding questions were standard and I was able to solve them. uh, One completely and other uh, partially. And uh, that's where the online test went well. Then we had two sets of technical interviews. It uh, focuses on your fundamentals to a great extent. To an extent that a lot of other companies like Microsoft or Goldman Sachs, do not. Like the amount of basics of a, uh, programming or basics of a language or concepts is huge. What would be a message to our readers out there? Like what I would like to say that uh, this is very unconventional thought, but this has stuck to me for years now that uh, like take this as a pinch, uh, take with a pinch of salt, but always uh, like most of the times at least, underestimate your capabilities and overestimate the challenge you have because in my uh, uh, quotes as of like at circle, i've seen a lot of people being very over smart or overestimating their capabilities that is one of becomes one of the primary reason of not achieving something that they could have so i have always overestimated my deadlines overestimated my challenges that is the reason that has kept me uh, disciplined and has always uh, made me ground to uh, earth. So that is uh, the message that I would give to readers that uh, always have a balance between uh, what do you think that you can and what you will and uh, have faith on yourself and uh, uh, be uh, pay respect to everybody. Everybody has some thing valuable to say, Uh, respect each other's opinion and uh, to everyone of my age, hold on to your family and uh, do not take them for granted.
0: Thank you so much Animesh for joining us today. It was a real pleasure and indeed a great opportunity to interact with you.
1: One of the most amazing moments of my life to see the article and you guys would be the architects of that. So thank you so much.
0: That's all for this episode. Thank you for listening and we hope that you have enjoyed the drive through animation's journey at NIDR. Follow the Candidly NIDR podcast and stay tuned for more insightful interviews.